So let's, Connor. maybe you might start us off in our conversation <coughs> about the League of Ireland and Cork City won the league last year. It obviously seemed like it was, they, they were galloping to the destined, title and then they, from the start, like, like, the a, like, a, like, a, like a sports car that's engine broke down halfway through the season. Obviously, it was in Shamogar and Kevin O'Connor, big loss to them and it was, it was obvious and they lost them, like... It's the gals are just kind of drawing up the order line heavily and Jimmy Callan and um, Kieran Sadler. Both quality players, but they just weren't really chipping in with the gals very much. So I think they were actually a bit lucky. Mm, um, and the league in the end. Yeah, because um, what's your man who was used to be at Rovers, who was with them as well? as uh, striker. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's no, gone. Um, yeah, man, Cash Shepherd, Cash Shepherd as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I expected more of him. Yeah. I expected more of him. I thought he would step to the plate. You know what I mean? I actually did not foresee the difficulties Cork had when they left. Given the basis that I thought Shepherd is somebody has an eye for goal, and they have midfielders, and that was the thing about them. Like they had midfielders who were creating chances, but they just weren't putting them away. They also had um, Ryan Delaney on loan from Bourne. He was solid for them. You know, very solid for them. I wonder now well, chances are will they be able to obviously the Cork City fans hope they could sign him on a more permanent yeah. basis how do you think that he, the team will perform next season do you think they'll even reach the levels that they went just the season coming there <coughs> obviously they're on the double yeah obviously they made a good few signings like so far um, five signings they've got um, Adeboy Rowland the full back off Sligo Colin Horgan off Galway you got Barry McNamee off Derry, Josh O'Hannon off Pats, and Aaron Barry off Derry. So the three of them, Colin Horgan, Barry McNamee, and Josh O'Hannon, they're three quality players. Like, yeah, they've shown their quality throughout yeah. the years. Like, um, what do you think? <coughs> well, I think first of all, well, we have uh, the Cork City fans going. We see him rolling. He's on the pitch, but uh, I think the thing for me is that Greg Bulger is going to be a big loss. Yeah. He was a bit of a, a sort of a. Roy Keane sort of character in the, the team. He was somebody there just to get the team going. Jeez, jeez them up, yeah, just them up if things are going a bit down. And he was somebody again. If they lost possession, he could win it back. That's one question for them. There was that's one thing that Cork. Good time what, for Alvers though. Yeah, but Very one of the reasons why Cork obviously done well is that they're in, into that position that they could win back the ball. That's one of the questions now. So with the team is, can they do that? Like if they lose possession, you know, and it means then of course if you can't win back possession. The other side are going to have more attacks on goal. Statistically, it means yeah, more chances of goals scored against you. Mm-hmm. So that's one question mark. I mean, you're looking at the signings that they have. O'Hanlon's a grand player, but the others are they players that would give uh, of the core core lineup? Would they overtake their positions? Michael may be in there. You think so? Yeah, yeah like and maybe O'Hanlon as well. Yeah, and and Hogan. I'll tell you, Hogan is Hogan. But I think it's also the fact worth remembering that it's not yet. The start of the season and some teams obviously hold off and buying certain players yeah. because the wages situation they can't afford to start paying the wages earlier on. Yeah. So I mean it is it is it, they have strengthened their side no doubt about it, and I think definitely Derry City will be feeling very uh, that's a big loss to them to lose McNamee. Yeah. Now the question then is the duck. I mean they faltered at the start. They just again uh, losing players like that it took them a while to get into their stride. Yeah, you know. I, know, um, I think Dundalk should have, should have done better actually in catching them. I reckon. Yes. I think they should have caught them in the end. Yeah. I think even with the cup, the cup, um, we were all at the cup final. Yes. So obviously we know how it happened. Sean didn't have a great field though. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Dundalk should have actually won. Because I think one of the things that's often said about players when you see three is the strikers in particular. They would say that they have a telepathic thing with their midfielder or something. Yeah, like, um, and they're able to. The way, I know I talk about League of Ireland, but the, um, the way Torres had it with Gerard. Yeah, so that's that the problem, you see. <clears throat> with the players that left the dock at the end of the season, they didn't have that. Yeah. So, you know, it's a big deal and the striker knows before the ball's even played where it's going to land. Even most of their signs, they didn't really perform very well. I think the only yeah. fellow that performed to an acceptable standard was Duffy. Yeah, because yeah. I find that last year a lot of times, yeah, where 
there was a situation where, say, the midfield and the striker had a kind of a kinetic thing or Thomas telepathic. Yeah, Ron Finn. Yes. You were finding that when the ball was being played, he was getting ahead of the defender. But this season, a lot of that was gone because the players had left and how the team had to start afresh. So, looking at their transfers that they've made so far, like we can see them here. There's, there's no one really. There's two from Galway United. Uh, I think Ron and Murray would probably be the one that stands out for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Fowler. Fowler's not a bad player. I mean, he's a midfielder, isn't he, if I'm not mistaken? What do you think of Dean Jarvis from Derry City? Don't know much about him, to be honest. He's not someone that stands there. Fowling is somebody who I've seen. I like Fowling. Again, he's a tough, when I remember of him, he's a bit of a tough tackler. Yeah. And he's somebody, again, who's not a bit of strength that, in the sense of when I've seen him, I saw him with Galway. He won you the ball, he won the ball back. Mm. That's a crucial thing that teams need. <coughs> There's too many teams out there, be it in the League of Ireland, that don't have that. A team that has that, you're, you're, on, you're on the pig's back from that point onwards. Bray, I have to say, there was some capitulation after the troubles last year. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. They lost, they lost um, Ryan Brennan there. He's gone to Pats. Mm-hmm. He he was he was good at them. Um, but like, I don't know what's going on. What's going to happen with them? I mean, the thing for me is they've signed no new players yet. That's a concern if you're a Brave fan. Yeah. The only they rely, they probably rely heavily on the on their youth. Yeah, because they have a link up with St. Joseph's boys, which is obviously one of the best yeah. teams going. Actually, now I've that used to, used to play for the underage team. Yeah. Yeah. So you wonder now, Joseph's boy. So is there maybe they pick up some players from that? But you need people in there experienced, mm. no matter what. You need some there, twenty eight, twenty nine, who has the learned their ropes and able to do so. Now Keith Buckley is still there. Obviously, I'd love to sign for Bowles. There's still quite a talk over that. Would he sign for us or not? Because I don't know whether. Oh, uh, he's after resigning for Rovers. Thanks. So my Christmas is coming early. <laughs> so it's all good now that now my prayers are answered. Because I tell you, you can stick all that money. What? Down, uh, the yes. yes. <laughs> That's what he said. So, book out. If you're listening to this, we want you back in daily round, please. Okay. Now, that, so that was the thing of Bray. So, yeah, you want I know. They could struggle next season, Bray. They could, they will. They definitely will. I mean, you've got Aaron Green. Is he still with Bray or what's the story? No, I think he left. I think he left. I, yeah, I so, sure. you know, where is, you're looking at this and you're seeing the players Waterford are coming in with. They could, on paper, they could be. They could. They could be a team that could yeah, upset the apple turn. Off your beloved balls. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, money talks, and obviously, that's it. Reckon he'll be, be a big loss. I think you will. Oh, of course, yeah. Well, he scores goals. Of course, Corcoran's there, but Corcoran as well. It is prone at times to injury, mm. so that's a big concern for me. And we're talking about balls later. We'll go into more detail about it, the fact that Did hello, we need a striker. Because speaking of water, but it's a bit weird that like. You're talking eight eighteen months ago, maybe or maybe a bit longer than that. They were in uh, a threat of like administration. They were in threat of actually going into business, and now they're signing these players, and you're wondering how are they doing it? Yeah. Have they got the money? Have they learned from the mistakes of the past, or are they set themselves reckon, up for another fall? I reckon they, they might surprise a few. Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because they well on paper they have the players to I do it. They could be challenging for Europe <coughs> easily. Because if I can, if I can add against the service, he'll slot them home. Yeah. Challenges for York, that's a very big, small statement. I think they might. I have a feeling they might. Um, also, Bowles actually, Bowles signed JJ Lunny off Pats. He's just not, he's an attacking midfielder. We would have seen him yeah. last mm-hmm. season. But that's um, something that we need anyway to get more players, get more forward, get more players forward. I've been able to, yeah, we need that. But also, we just need it. I mean, Mangerson, he's a striker, it's the best of my, uh, and uh, yeah, he's on my football manager and he plays other remain under 21 on that game but hopefully in real life he turns out to be that skillful and he does actually manage to be an adequate replacement for Akinade because with Akinade and Corcoran like we stayed up we did better, a lot better than we thought a lot of player, player fans had us down as being like relegation candidates yeah. but I think it's credit to the management skills of Keith Long he's doing very well and you know my concern is at some stage he might be snapped up by another side yeah. that's the thing but uh, but and then I suppose the last thing to talk about in this one, I think, is what story? Oh, is these Rovers? Or Pats as well. Sorry, yeah, of course, yeah. What about Pats? Again, you saw them in action more than I did. I only saw them play balls. You went to a few games, Richard Park. Yeah. What do you think, Sean? Well, when we went, they weren't very impressive. But they did turn around towards the season. They did well to avoid relegation. They did. Yeah. The matches that me and Connor went to see them at was against Limerick. Cork. Um, Cork, yeah. Now, they, they had, I don't think they, really, they didn't really have a chance against Cork. Of course, uh, that was when Johnny Maguire was still there, wasn't he? Yeah. 
when there's a lot of uh, controversy over Simon Madden going to Pats, a lot of Rovers fans yeah. are not happy with that. Quality, quality sign. Yeah. Quality. Um, I think he'd be better than Michael Barker anyway. So he'll obviously. What do you think his reception will be like when he's playing in Talisdale? I'm I'm not quite sure there'll be a pig's head on the pitch. Yeah, whole of you no. But yeah, but do you think he'd come back to haunt them? Because what do they say about players coming back to their old teams and haunt them? I remember years ago. Oh, but it's very it's very common in the League of Ireland for players to move around from Cause, yeah. because the way the contract system works. But I remember years ago, Brian Mooney leaving Bowles and moving to UCD hadn't scored for us all season. He scored from like twenty yards out against us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just come that sort of thing can happen. Uh, yeah. I mean, Madden, yeah, he's a great player, and I, just, I didn't see that coming. I just said, "What?" No, I looked on Twitter and I was like, "No, nah, Rovers, this is a wind up. Rovers could not let him go." He'll fit. He'll fit Pat's style of play though, because they love they love pushing the fullbacks forward, and he's a fan of that. And he's got great cross for the ball as well. Yeah, I mean, so, and the uh, also Pat's always also got um, James Dona from yeah. Rovers as well, and Ryan Brown. I mean, the mixed reaction, like I looked at Twitter at Doona and I'd say that most of the players were like, our fans were like, yeah, it doesn't matter. He wasn't much. You're sitting at the bench. James Doona? Yeah. Are you serious? Some of the fans were saying whatever, but then people are going to say that though, aren't they? It's quality. Yeah, but some of the fans were saying that, but they would say it anyway. They're going to just dismiss it and say whatever. And Rovers, they've only got two players signed so far, but what do the Bulgers are quality signing all the time? Obviously, yeah. He'll dominate that midfield for them. Yeah. Play his heart out, like. Did Pat sign a striker this summer? Not summer, sorry. No. Do you think they should get one? Yeah. So. Who do you think? Who, who did he have? Did he have? Did he set off Christy Fagan? Did he? Yeah. Christy Fagan solid. He um, was injured for a while, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. You should go for um. Should go for Dini. Yeah, he's not. He's signed up now, so you can hands off. Uh, <laughs> not gonna happen, my friends. Hey. <coughs> I know. Um, yeah. No, he's playing in Richmond and now time. He definitely need to be getting there like a backup striker. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, you're right with Christy Fagan. He's a good striker. I can't think of anyone right now, but you should definitely look, look at getting someone. So the thing that often happens as well is that, and the can teams is you hope they do well to start because come the summer, in England teams at lower levels are struggling now in terms of finance and all that. Players have been let go. Yeah. So you know, always hope that yeah, we will have a decent enough start, especially with Bowes, that you might sign some players from England from yeah, teams over there and can actually help give it us. But at this very early stage, I know it's very early days, but who, Sean, do you think would be say your two candidates for possibly winning the league? And who do you think could be relegation uh, battlers? Well, um, well, I, I don't think Cork City will win it again, but. Looking at the signings that they've made, they are strong candidates. I don't talk to you up there with them as well. Yeah. Um, maybe Derry. Derry City made a lot of signings. Yeah, they got, uh, I, just, I forgot to mention him there, uh, John John Coffey. Mm. Not, not your man out of, uh, out of the, what's that film? John Coffey. John Coffey. <laughs> not a film with Tom Hanks. <laughs> People on Facebook can uh, tell us who he is. Tom, you know yeah. what Phil and Bones is on about players getting in contact. Tom Hanks as a prison guard. That, the Green Mile. He's just around Yeah. <laughs> His name's John Coffey. Oh, okay, yeah. Fair enough. No, John Coffey, yeah, the but, player, is yeah. uh, he's actually he's an ex-man United youth player. Yeah. So I reckon he's a striker. Mm. So he, he'll, be, he'll be a good sign for them. I reckon he has quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your sense, what do you think yourself then? Uh, who do you think could be, could be the candidates to win the league, and who do you think could get, could get relegated? Cork, there is a lock. Trade them and be up there. Yes. I think. What about Pats? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe Pats. Pats will Pats will be challenging for Europe, I'd say. Mm. Along with uh, Waterford, um, and then I have a feeling Limerick will be, Limerick will struggle. Yeah. Because I think they're gonna they're gonna lose Ogbeni. Okay. He talks to him going to Villa. Mm-hmm. He's a nice player. Deadly player. Seen him last season against Pats. Yeah. Oh my God. You're running muck. Yeah. But um, uh, talking about Pats though, uh, the gaffer, has he outstayed his welcome? Well, he's had to bring in some nice signings so far. So. Uh, yeah. He's, he hasn't really produced no, all the past few years. How long is he with them now? Oh, good. Uh, see, the problem is I find that, and the people I tell you, that's the reason, coaches. That's the reason Dinny left, isn't it? The reason didn't he left Pats? Well, it's the reason he wants out of Pats, something like that. I don't know the, I don't know anything about that myself, but I just know that he came back to Bowes, he got his game, fair enough, and he yeah. went, but also, 
probably will see a bit like an answer when I think Buckley is the overstarted rugby because a lot of clubs now, the coaches, their tacticians, they know the tactics Buckley employs. They know, by and large, the different strategies he might yeah. use in a game. And that's why fans of some fans of were saying, look, we need a new manager, we need a new fresh because yeah, yeah. we need to make it because it's a bit too predictable. Do you know I think should get the job? Just to give him a chance. Gerald Ryan. Oh, yes. Please do. Yes. He's the first team coach, so obviously he knows. Listen. If anyone, like he knows the players better than anyone having played with them and exactly. coached them. I reckon he should be given a shot. Been yes. around the block in the League of Ireland, so. Why not? So, anything else you need to add about this? Uh, well, to me, myself, I'm just with Bowles. I just again, I say another striker, please. Yeah. That's the important thing. We've got players. Any strikers on board? Not at the moment, because at the end of the day, I'm trying to look at uh, who are really free agents. Uh, the Bray team could unravel now at the end of the day because I don't know how many of their squad that are currently there have they actually re signed for the following season. Yeah. So, Aaron Green. Right, he's not a, the best in the world, but given our circumstances, I'll still take him. He's still somebody on the day could still do a job for you. He's played with Pats, isn't he? Yes, and, uh, and Rovers at one stage as well, I think. What about Anto Flood? Anto Flood is a bit old. I think he's a, he was back up. He's got the sheriff, actually. Yeah, because he's just a bit old now, unfortunately. He hasn't got the pace he used to, he used to but I still definitely think we're a good goalkeeper. That's a great thing. Shane Stuppel is a great guy. So Stuppel, is, Stuppel is a great goalkeeper. Former, obviously, Dublin. He was a Dublin reserve goalkeeper at one stage, wasn't he? But yeah, the GAA, so it's a great. Yeah. That's a good thing to have. Wouldn't you have a good goalkeeper from your side? Exactly. Yeah, and, it look, and it's a good start. So I think get a new striker. I genuinely think we'll challenge for Europe. I think we'll do better than Pats next season. Yeah. I think that we've got a our team is there. We've got a great manager, a great set of tactics. We just need the players to be able to play the Some ball more. Because the like last season, many times quality balls are played and they just fell into nowhere because yeah. the players weren't there with the skill caliber. To reach the ball. Watch him make a fire Oh man, magic. <laughs> <laughs> Flying down the wing one. It's just amazing. Like he, he could, he, I'd mean, I, I say in school, he probably won loads of medals in athletics because he just flies down that wing. Now, the only thing is he needs to bulk up a bit because he's easily taken out the ball. And often, in this league, referees. He looks like he's built. He looks fairly built. Yeah, he's starting to get like that, but still, he still can at times be easy to take it off the ball. And referees are a bit too lenient in this league as well. Yeah. They just don't, you know what I mean? That's one thing. Yeah, Between up. that and then obviously, you know, that annoys me as well. It has to really happen with the Cork and loads of times. They incorrectly call offside. Please, mm-hmm. refs, do something about that. It ruins the game. If a player gets in, a, a whopper ball is played, and they're onside, don't blow them offside because it just makes it it's frustrating. The it's the linesman. A boat, I mean, the lines can be overruled. Yeah. So that's the story, well, so shall we? I reckon that's enough for the transfers. So, um, just going to move on from League of Ireland now, the whole same. We're going to kind of go on to the Irish national team now. Um, we were discussing before uh, we started the dead wood that's in the team. Um, basically, some of the more mature players. Go right to put it. Yeah. So, I have a list here. Um, just looking at them now well they are getting on so Glenn Whelan uh, John O'Shea John Walters and Wes Hulham now there's two out of four that I would consider keeping in the team that's John Walters and Wes Hulham I don't know about you two if you want to add any comments to that but for John O'Shea and Glenn Whelan of course of course there's a consideration of not even bringing them I think um, even Glenn Whelan back in the day, like Trevor Tony kept playing him, and even commentators and people were like, "Why?" In fairness, he, he was, he did, he did. <laughs> he got well stuck when, in when he had the legs. Like, he doesn't yeah. have the legs anymore. Same. Oh, Shay, I just don't think it's consistent enough again. Like it's very. I just don't. He doesn't play. I know. He just doesn't play. So what's the point? Probably the oldest out of all of them, is he? He's having, yeah, that's how he is. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he, probably just there to um, for the experience, like to. Bleed in the young players, yeah. there's not that many young players to bleed yeah. in, like so. Yeah, back then there wasn't, there wasn't, and none really. Now, some of them have got a bit older, they're young, but they're 21, 22, bit of steel there. I just think that I agree with Sean there that Hulan and Walter should remain. I think Walter's a good player as a target man, he's great at just taking in high crosses, chesting them down, and squaring the ball he's in. Quick as well, he's quick as well for a big fella. Yeah, that's what I like about him, and it's just somebody because you need somebody there, and you have that. Like, right, I mean, back in the day, we had the expert, which was Noel Quinn, right? He was just brilliant at that. Well, it may not be quite as adept, <coughs> but he's able to, uh, but I think that's important that we, we have. 
it's important that we have him in the team to do that without a doubt Walters is there and uh, definitely keep him Hoolan he, he's a great player but he's super sub I think Wesley should be there yeah. but he's a super sub that's what I think of him as he's somebody to wear down to especially against weak opposition you're playing away in Georgia you're playing away in Albania but or somewhere like that could you argue that you like referring to a, a super sub but yeah, you get to put on way too late in the game. Yeah. When oh yeah, of course. I agree with you too. Be, when he could be on 20 he, minutes he was, he was not played anywhere near enough during that campaign. Oh, 100%. He could have easily come on on both legs of, against Denmark. Sure, you're on a TV game last year. Did you get, you had like 20 minutes. Came on at half time, didn't he? Yeah. Came on at half time, I think. Was it? Yeah. Against Denmark. Like, you have to look, I think like, so, yeah. You have to look at him and John Walters, uh, Obviously, we were unfortunate against Denmark. We didn't have Walters. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, clubs are taking in the talents that Walters had. He's still playing with a good club. You know, mm-hmm. Burnley went from Stoke. Um, O'Shea and Whelan and Hoolan playing for championship teams, which is the downfall of the Irish team. It's a lot of championship players. Walters probably one of the only few Premier League players that is getting in. Burnley mostly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But so okay, <clears throat> you say we're for starters. Whelan gone. Who takes his place in the squad? Then? What's, um, your, what's your pick? Or do you have any picks? Maybe Connor Hoolan or I don't know. Well, Alan Brown is Whelan. Whelan's more of a deep player, is he? Yeah, he's he's more defensive. Well, yeah. Then you mentioned Brown. Alan. Yeah, Alan Brown at Preston. He's solid. I don't know if he's he's not really a defensive player, but he can he can play here. David Moyle's doing a good job. Uh, he's captain a few of the games. He's quite consistent lately. I'd give I think the position to him. I don't, I don't, there might be a bit too much reliance on him yeah. in that position. Mm. Because we don't have, there's not many players that I can, I can think of now on you that yeah. play in that position. So do you think that that should be the priority position? Yeah. So McCarthy. James McCarthy, yeah. He's probably the best player to play. Don't you look at me like that. You're allowed to an input. Yeah, hard and cold. See, the problem is now that Moyler is still good what he's doing lately, right? That the formation is almost kind of set up to have him in it and do what he does best. So I think what we need then, of course, is... 4-1-4-1. Then what we need now is to have someone else, to blood somebody else in. 4-1-4-1. Tom, didn't I earlier? Yeah. What we need now is to have somebody... acknowledging that I'm right. So now we need like to blood other other somebody else or others in there. So if Miley gets injured or he gets suspended again, we put someone else into that position. Then we don't have to alter the formation because he's out. Who do you think could? Uh, well, the fact that there's there's not many players playing that position just it was highlighted in the Denmark game. He put Brady and Hendrick in the yeah. midfield. Yeah. I'd like to go back to that point he made about how maybe O'Neill should be focusing on more of a centre defensive mid that's his top priority yeah. so would you put that ahead of a striker no so striker is the top priority Maguire yeah well Maguire definitely he's scoring goals he has the neck he provides assists yeah fortunately he was injured for the match as well mm. but yeah I think he should be getting a look in starting 11 I don't know well I do agree with you I do think that he should be definitely getting in that team it's the only one that can score goals. Yeah. Really. Him and him and Walters. Well, Walters is more of a. Mm. I don't know. He's more of a walker. He doesn't. Yeah. Really. Well, pops up every now and then, but he's he's not. Yeah. Not well, a goal scorer. Like. You would choose anyone over Shane Long at the moment. Yeah. At the moment, yeah. Like. We, to we, be honest, I think. Right know, now, his best position to be on the wing. Is Shane Long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he has the energy. You know, I don't think so. No. No. I just don't. I just don't see him as a winger. Can you see him someone whipping it across? No. I personally just don't see him as a match. But the guys up front... See him getting up and down the line, though. But I think that he's somebody who's good in the way that to help his fellow striker. That he's somebody who might be able yeah, to... Yeah, never play two up front. Very rarely. But you see, he's a high player. If he's up front as well, if there's not option there, he's able to hold on to the ball, to bring the other players forward, to pass it back, and then go into position. He's more of a player that you put in behind. He's not. Uh, what about number ten, Ralph? Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't be too bad. Uh, I don't See, Daryl Murphy does well. What's the? Like, where does he fit into this? Uh, I think he's gone. 
Is you he? think so? Well, why would you say that now? Because lately, he's obviously, Morpheus picked he's that. Quite old. Um, he's getting on already. He's, quite, he's, he's in his early, he's in his, what's he, 33, 34 probably. Yeah. Um, um, well, okay. He's, he did he did well. He did well. He did what he was asked. Um, just He doesn't really have that spark that he needs. There's a better record than Shannon Lando, which is probably the most appealing aspect to him from why you but would choose him over Lan. It's it's not hard to have a better record than Shannon Lando. But you say that and you look at the traits he had, you are saying, and I said also about how you said he could be played out on the wings and then you mentioned how he could go up and down. And I always said number 10 row, I think maybe because of his strength and... Again, he would yeah, go up and down. Long. Right. Now you said that you think because it's so easy to have a better record on him, mm. that's why Murphy will be played. But we're naming all these traits about Shane Long, so he should be on the team. Shane Long. Yeah. Yeah, but not as not as the starting striker. In the squad, you yeah. mean rather than the team? Yeah. Yeah, impact up. That's what. That's yeah, so I was not startling. The stats that came out about him. Is it? About who? Shane Long. What's yeah, what stats are you talking about? That he doesn't score? Yeah. It that is. You mentioned just there. Yeah, it is, unfortunately, but I mean, because it... He's a, war, he's a walker. That's, that's, that's how you describe him. That's how I, I mean, it's like he's been given a free pass because he scored against Germany yeah. and there are people who want to forget previous sins or future sins. Oh, you sins. love him, though. Anyways, but the other thing I have to come back to this to remind you, you've been critical of Stephen Ward. Um, and why and what do you think uh, just just constant mistakes right a lot of mistakes Um, I just think he's he's old he's old as well what's he he's 32 I think is he yeah Um, okay I think he's a hot and cold player yeah it's a lot of them if you were to have potential replacements from who would you pick over what yeah so the replacements I'd have would be um, Greg Cunningham and Enda Stevens. No. Why? Why so, not Enda Stevens? Why, why not? I just don't think he has the the metal at that. No, well. you just think that because he used to play with Rovers and the. Well, that's a slight part of it too. No, but then look, I said, see, Stevens to me is like Steve Finnan. No, Stevens to me is like Steve Finnan. He's good at linking up with the midfield, right? Yeah. Together, you win the ball back, but he's not a proper tackler and defender in the proper sense of the word. So my option will be right. You have someone like Doherty or Ward playing against the better teams. But if you're playing against someone like a Moldova or a Georgia... What about Cunningham? I'd choose Cunningham. 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 Yeah, he's doing well at the moment too. Mm-hmm. So, one of those. But what I'd say is Cunningham is somebody like that, or Doherty, you play against a better team. When you need a solid defence, you need to close down a winger. But when you're looking at playing against a Georgia or you're playing against a Moldova away and you need to get more attacks up front, Stevens is your man to connect because if someone like Stevens in the back, the midfielders uh, will have more confidence to move for, further forward. Yeah. And if you even play a bit of long balls and all that, and that that's what I think is a link, is man. Is that not... Do we not want to get rid of that? To playing the long ball? Yes, but I think... So that's why I think Stevens is the man. If you're playing against weaker teams, where you can, you do have the space. Yeah. You do have to be able to pass the ball. Have him in, because it's not that massive a deal. You're playing against strikers that aren't really of any really great shakes. You can afford his mistakes... Not against bigger teams, in the you know we're playing in, and and that's one thing I say. That's the differentiation. Differentiation I would make. Yeah. But so, um, yeah. So earlier on, um, we were talking about like the upcoming friendlies that aren't announced yet. But um, basically we picked the team between us. Um, mm. yeah. So Sean, do you want to read it out there? Yeah. So in goal, we all agreed to Rob Elliott being in goal, but there was some. Uh, picks for Westwood. Um, so you, I, you obviously. Uh, yeah, I um, like Westwood is, has been around for a long time. He was second choice after David Ford after that period, wasn't he? Um, personally, I think Westwood should have gotten ahead of him. I agree. Yeah, but uh, I just think I think Elliot just he, he kind of just a bit ahead of him because he's Premiership player. Like exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, Elliot's with Newcastle. I think we should obviously we are qualifying this that we do think Randolph is the number one keeper should remain the number one keeper he's on form but I don't think so I don't think know. we should remain the more now I think Elliot's better I agree with you I, see, I think if we're talking about this to me I want Elliot in for the base of friendlies that if Randolph gets injured 
Mm. At least then having a bit of friendly time, having yeah. a bit of game time, then the defence does get the sort of no, and then you can anticipate things better. So that if it does come back, obviously Randall gets yeah. injured. That's why I want to see Elliot get so, Randolph's playing play deadly for us. I have nothing against him, but yeah. I just think Elliot is so the better keeper. In uh, the next friendly, who do you all think? Elliot, yeah. I, th- I think Elliot is. Yeah, because friendly game, yeah, try him out because I think that, like, Newcastle, they've conceded yeah. 26 goals in 21 games. And if you it's play, not a bad turnover overall. I don't think it's too, it's that bad, you know. If you play as well, like, um, it'll, put, nice, it'll yeah. put pressure on the other yeah. team to perform better. Yeah, well, and even there's many possibilities that can come out of the as well. That just benefit. Just uh, we are we already touched on the left back already, but there's also a bit of a crisis coming from the right back situation. Obviously, Seamus Coleman going through that horrific injury uh, against the Wales. But Sean, I know you feel uh, you feelings on this issue about the right back. Particularly about so is Christy filling his place, but <laughs> I'll share on Christy. He's just if he was invisible against Denmark, he was useless, lost the ball. So again, like we said for the left back, who would you place in that position if you weren't to play Christy? Because he's obviously second choice after Coleman. Well, I'd say well, obviously we're darting to play left or right. I think sometimes he's played right back at the first half. He's he's mostly he plays the majority of the time he played right back. Play right yeah. wing back as well, can't he? He's quite up and down. Yeah, that's the that's the see, that's the old question that comes down to again is right. You're saying of course we realise he's a good attacker and he's a good defender. I mean, it's 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 like in a way, slightly off topic, but it's like in the way with the England team, people give our heart, but they don't. Who else have they got in terms of goalkeepers with us as well? I don't like loads of goalkeepers. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about Cyrus. Was Cyrus, this England? No, 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 but Cyrus Christie. See, in a similar vein, I, I don't, I just think, Doherty, yeah, give him a go. I think he's doing well. Wolves are doing well this season. Well, They're playing some great teams. Yeah. And I just think Cyrus, now. I just don't think his heart is in it. And let's be honest, like, I'd, I'd say the thing. I see you nodding your head. Like, you before agree? he got his call up, was he ever, did he ever even set foot in Ireland before he even got a call up in the national team? Not, to be honest, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, watching, to kind of watch instead of the same thing about Northern Ireland, that's the thing, like, how exactly is his, is his attraction? Did he, Joined the team because yes, I have a great affiliation. Right. I spent summers in Galway. No, it was like, oh yeah, I could actually do well in this, and I might get a, a better wage at a better club. Well, I, I disagree with you. I I like Soros Christie. I think he's a good player. Like against Denmark at the you uh, a lot of people did well. Pinpointed him for a lot of the goal for the majority of the goals, but I don't think anyone performed well that night. Well, there's one benefit, I suppose. I'm still waiting for an Ireland team to get a pen out of Christie in it. So they, they obviously, <laughs> the man, the kind of thing I say, let Christie take it. But well, that's something. Reference to my left foot. Indeed, yes. Well, a pity if he had a better left foot, maybe we'd do better with his clearances. And uh, then we wouldn't be in the so much uh, defending predicaments that we are, and many goals would be a shipped as they are. We'll go to the two centre halves. Now, we have written down here that we'd like to see Shane Duffy and Declan Rice for the next friendly yeah. you know, obviously yeah. Duffy Duffy is just cemented yeah, his place of course, yeah. yeah now we have Declan Rice beside him so would you like to see more of that partnership there in the, the middle of defence or yeah definitely um, like Duffy obviously has experience now of course yeah. and I reckon he can kind of help Again, it goes back to that. Uh, sorry for interrupting that Premier League club team. He's mm. he's one of the many few that plays for them. And in, if we do go he's with the lineup, great this season. Yeah, Duffy. yeah, for Brighton. Next to him, Declan Rice. He plays for uh, West Ham. West Ham, yeah. yeah. But I think so. would would the age be a worry? No, I think we need him because I think people have talked about Kieran Clark being hot and cold. Fortunately, he's being far more cold than hot. You know, he's not really living up to the thing. Amount of time, I mean, I just amount of time as well that balls come in, he's missing headers, he's not getting the ball, he's not clearing the ball, he's putting us in danger. Yeah, a few times, like Randolph came that close to giving away penalties because Karen Clark messed up, yeah. and we can't have that. It's too much a risk. I think that that's where I think yes, give Royce a chance. He seems to obviously Billich saw Billich's a hard taskmaster. He's somebody again with the managers who, by and large sticks to a settled lineup. The fact that he put in Rice shows that he obviously thinks a lot about him. Because a lot of the younger players at West Ham haven't got luck and he has and definitely put him in for the friendlies. 
I just don't like Clark. I don't really. Um, I just don't think he has the smarts to be our. Yeah, and obviously, Moy has taken over last time. Um, he seems to like Rice as well. So yeah. he obviously he played against City there. Yeah. So yeah, so it looks like Royce is currying his favour and uh, oh. hopefully things will uh, improve for the Ireland team as well to having him around, you know, because we do need him. We do need him. And I think because Karen Clark is just not up to it. We move on to the midfield now. We already kind of touched on the centre defensive mid with David Moira. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like you said about Shane Duffy, I think he's after solidifying his place in the team in that role. Well, that's my opinion. If he gets injured though, who do you think should take his place? That's what I was going to move on to. Yeah. See, there's not many replacements for whatever circumstances comes if he's not playing. Uh, yeah, so I think that he's after solidifying his place in the team. We need someone else to play we there. We do, yeah. We already touched on that already. Uh, yeah, you um, mentioned Alan so, Brown. So. Yeah. So he's someone that should break into the squad as well. Alan Brown. Alan Brown yeah. I don't see why not. We need more in his position. So, um, in midfield. You know the other, the other two that are playing. I see your eager got to get into um, midfield. You, you have a player in there that both of us like, Jack Bourne. Yeah, I'm playing all of them currently. Um, scored a cracker of a goal. Yes, he did. It was actually Pete who got and he scored twice last week in that match, didn't he? he gave an assist. Saw, yeah. The guy's on fire. He's a really nice player, he was, well, especially for back in the City days. Uh, yeah, he, I know. Went, he went on loan to Holland as well, Yeah, class over there. So. But even when he was at City, his coach at the time was Patrick Fier, and he praised him very highly. Mm-hmm. He obviously learned a lot from him as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, obviously we think he should he should break into the squad as yeah. well. Um, next to him is Eunan Alcan. Yeah, um, I, ju- I just think... He, they, he needs game time. He played. He played in the matches that he has played for Ireland. I think he's done very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree with you. Yeah, he just seems to. I don't know. He just has something about him. Yeah, a bit of class or something. Um. Yeah, he needs. What do you think? Bit more experience, I suppose. We'll give him a bit more steel that's needed. He's, he's been doing. Properly. He's been doing well at Leeds. Like he's yep. been playing, getting a good bit of game time. No, but that's actually a glaring omission to me. What we're talking about is Horgan. Yeah. Daryl Horgan. Yeah, that he's obviously. All about him. Yeah, so that's the thing as well. He obviously would come into the mix too without yeah, a doubt. On the wing, yeah. yeah but again, game has. time is the thing. If you hopefully if we continues to get game time, then fair enough. But and that should be that should be something that should be done because we've seen other teams in the past, the Garner teams, and even they're saying that about Strachan Scotland players were picked. Yeah. Who were not getting their game time at, at club level? Favoritism. Yeah, that shouldn't happen. So. The players, yeah. so I think that's the question mark. But the, but the players we talk about are getting game time. Yeah, so they are showing it. So yes, that's why at the moment we're discussing these as potential players for friendlies because we've seen a bit of Horgan kind of know what it's about. We need to mix it up a bit, and that's why we're, I think it's good to go with these players yeah. and have Horgan. Yeah, so me, me and Sean originally, yeah, we originally, yeah. originally went to um, Aldera and McLean, but. We so, actually, actually forgot about Horgan. Yeah, so you take, take out the Just for the friendly. Like, yeah, yeah. Slot on, slot on yeah. Um, Up front. We move on to the strikers now. Yeah, Shawnee Maguire. So, yeah, I think so for this friendly. Like, why not? You know? He's kind of broken into the team uh, during our World Cup qualifying. Nice debut, yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't do too much. No. He, injury curtailed him. And because of injury too, like he wasn't available for the other games, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, I think he proved the point for Cork City before he made a move to Preston. Uh, even, at, even at Preston, he's been doing well. He yeah. scored a few goals and got a few assists. But so. he became the league's top goal scorer last season in the League of Ireland. Obviously led to Cork City winning the league. Yeah, these are these are teams you can't knock. Uh, obviously, he made a move before the season even ended because his talents were noticed by Preston so O'Neill should probably give him a more more of a look in definitely I think that in what we'd see as well as <coughs> I firmly believe there will be chance of Maguire's on fire oh, maybe. because of the fact that he's going to score his goals definitely. he has got an eye for goal he's just savage in front of it mm. and he knows his stuff and I think that's going to he's quite young isn't he how old is he 23 I think so I think yeah, definitely without a doubt the guy is our he is going to be the next Robbie Keane, I think, of the Ireland team. And I would say stick my neck out and say that. 
because I just think he has to scale the speed. I don't think he won't score it. He won't get the same amount of goals, obviously. But you see, yeah, because I mean, the question mark is always like John Aldridge back in the day. You need the midfield as well to create the chance. It's not just that. Robbie Keane was supposed to play for Ireland when he was 18, 19, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, but. 23, 24, yeah. So, Robbie, he would have so you wonder, yeah, but he could still end up playing for a long time if he has the skill set. Because yeah. the thing with Robbie, where he played, we all know he played, so he hadn't got the half yard of pace. But when the chance was given to him, my God, he yeah. slotted at home. And that's the thing I think. But I think Maguire can create his own chances as well. Yeah. And like I said, Murphy, you know, Murphy doesn't do that. Darren Murphy doesn't do that. Shane Long, in the past, maybe not anymore. No, so I think that's a crucial thing now that you're able to. You need a player who can get torn a game on its head. That's Maguire. I don't see Long doing it. You know, individual brilliance. Maguire has that. Yeah. Long, no. Uh, Murphy, no. Right. And that now we'll move on. Um, we're going to talk about the Premiership results and team's form and stuff like that. So, obviously, Burnley have been doing amazing. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, my man Sean Dice, manager of Burnley, uh, they were promoted a few seasons ago. They looked strong coming into the Premier League. Obviously, since then, they've, we've been using this water quite a bit solidified they they look like they're going to be in the Premier League for quite a while um, maybe even Champions League Europa League maybe well like it's not like it's the early stages of yeah, the season it's halfway through the season now at this point we're heading into January soon so listen if if he keeps that form going who knows they could be but I'm not sure if they will oh. And obviously there's a large Irish contingent over there, so yeah, they have big a, interest from us, obviously. Oh yeah, they have a huge involvement, the Irish players, uh, the likes of Jeff Hendrick in midfield, Robbie Brady, Stephen Ward, and of course uh, John Walters, who moved during the summer. Kevin Long as well. Yeah. Borne, you see, the problem again is, right, yes, the first 11, quality, bench. Yeah. Um, That's the question. If they get an injury yeah. or something happens, what happens, you know, during the or if it comes back again after Christmas? You're going to have games within a few days with each other. They don't have the depth of the bench to properly. Now, they may have to, obviously, take uh, rotate, but that's going to weaken the side to a certain degree. Yeah. But it's great to see Brady doing so well. His confidence getting a great boost. And that's a very positive for the international side as well. His form hasn't been very good for Ireland. No, but hopefully now we see it'll improve. Now, with Burnley... Adapt that form into his international career. Yes, yeah. because I think that Burnley are playing well. They're a great manager. And I think... See, the question for them is, right, it's always a thing with teams, you can bring players in in January and it can actually do you damage because there's a, there's a, a camaraderie. Oh, yeah, but there's also a squad camaraderie there. There's a bond there. You get someone else in who turns out, yeah, it's just there for the money and they're kind of individuals and they don't need they don't, my team ethos. They're just a Mayfainer. You've got to have a problem there. So that's the dilemma for Burnley. Do they buy some more players in the middle? to solidify their team, strengthen it, or they leave things as is. But then again, as I say, you're stuck then if you get an injury. I don't think they need any players. Oh, they need backup players. Backup, maybe, yeah. That's what I'm saying. team is solid, like, but... There's no point of signing anybody in January, I think, personally. They need backup players. But you see, the thing is, though, with... Would you not not do that before the season, during the summer? You have to, but then you get more money. But they weren't expected to be in the position they are at the moment. And also the fact is... So, are you saying that basically in the January transfer window they should look for backup players? Well, I'm thinking because the simple thing is when players don't have any genuine... Sorry, players don't have any genuine uh, competitors for their place, they get like lazy. Oh yeah, I'm going to be a week and week out and it's just... It can happen a lot of times. They, they, they lose interest or they don't. But when you're kept on your toes having some behind you saying, right... I'm an international. I want to play for my country or whatever, right? And also, I need to prove to the manager week in, week out that I can play. And also, yeah, the fact pushes, is that. Pushes players to. Yeah, but also, because play players too, I'm sure, they probably get more money to play a game if they don't. Yeah. And you need to keep them on their toes, and that's something that enables that to happen. Yeah. But again, it's, it's, it's trying to get the balance of making sure and you, that the person is a team player. So, the thing I'm saying is that I think there will be a thing with, with, with Deutsch. That he would pick players who buy new players who will add to the team. Yeah. And I think it's necessary to keep things going. 
But it also was a commentary. You know the things below the amount of money they spent. It says about the league in general. That amount of flops essentially. All the teams they spent money on. Right. Um, we move on to Man City now. Yeah. Obviously, like. What is the story? Like, they're, yeah. they're unbelievable. He uh, he faced a lot of criticism, didn't he, Pep? When he, uh, when he first started, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think he's really shown what what a squad. Yeah, stop. From from we were only discussing it before we started recording. From literally the keeper. Yeah, they're all they're all well. The centre backs are a bit shaky, but yeah, but they seem to be able to grind out results. Yeah, and you need that. Yeah, as champions League. even has. Little Raheem Sterling playing very well. Uh, I'd say you're upset with that. Not that I'm upset. Like he had potentially did, you know what I mean? Um, he wouldn't. I don't think. I don't think he'd get it. He was crowned by the money. That's it, you know. Uh, is he? Would you say he's worth fifty million? No. 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 But no, might, might just fight it over the next over maybe over we'll see. But would he make it into the Liverpool team? I don't think so. No. I, I think one of the things that's quite interesting about this current Man City team. Like a while back, company gets injured. Oh God, it's a big deal, massive mm-hmm. deal. When is it coming back? What's the story? Yeah. Now he's injured. Like I saw what with this player, that player. He's injured. He's injured all the time. Yeah, yeah, but 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 now it's not that big a deal now because they yeah. know now they have other players in there, and it's like, yeah, struggle in the past. I go, oh my God, Twitter would be full of Man City fans. I think. Oh, he's uh, injured. Oh no, 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 not again, not again. Now it's just struggle the shoulders. So what? You have other good players there. In place. I think um, he was re- the real. Proper leader of that team. They, they don't really need him anymore. No, because they have the likes of one player. This guy in particular is probably playing the, well, in my opinion, playing the best season in his career. David Silva. This season. Don't like his new haircut. No. No. <laughs> well, I I think he is the best football he's played in his whole career under Pep. Uh, this season, he's become a real leader for him, uh, especially against United there. He was just on far, such a farm as of late. Him and Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, De Bruyne is just player of the season. Chelsea fans must be sick that they let him go. Yeah. Must be sick yeah, that they let him go. Yeah. I agree with you. They've uh, it's not the first time they've done it. But what do you think is the difference, Connor, that has led to City being as dominant as they are compared to last season? It's the squad depth. Yeah. Um, it's just you have quality and numbers like. In, in a way, do you have Jesus and Aguero? They're yeah. just interchangeable. Like both of them can produce on. on. It's, it is again. It's to me it's slightly disappointing that yeah, you could say money is bought in the or could buy them the league. Yeah. Waiting to, it is going to buy them the league. Definitely. The way they've been playing, the way they've been going on, it's just a wonder. Yeah. Um, spent a lot on fullbacks, haven't they? To understand. Yeah, they've bought they two right backs. If for that, like, if that let alone, yeah, if that let alone doesn't tell you that they have the money to buy the calibre and as you said maybe the league then I don't know what does now on to lacklustre Liverpool what about the, well the fab the reliance on their so called fab four you say so called you don't think they're the fab four no where are they the weekend relax you again relax they don't have the chance they had come on like my journey Mac before, before that result you probably would have been praising them they're, they're, they're great. I wasn't. They're great. I think they're, they're great. Obviously, they are. Yeah. Well, like, the, the, oh, I don't know. When Liverpool can see the goal, or if they lose a game, it's all, it's always and it always will be until Klopp does something about it. It's always going to be brought back to uh, their defence. Um, it looks like it's been experimented on multiple times this season. Yeah. What you like about Lovren in particular? Yeah, I think Lovren's a good player. He came with a lot of promise. He, like he was. It's great as a lad. Yeah, I was just about to say like, like he was one of the key players uh, before he left, and uh, like yeah, I think he does have the potential. Him and Mamadou Sako, who I think was yeah. a great loss. Them two formed a nice he's partnership. He's on loan. He's only on loan. No, he's gone. He's he gone. Yeah, he went yeah. on loan last season to yeah. Crystal Palace, but. They, uh, when Sam Allardyce was manager of them, he uh, made the transfer. Do you think that um, Joe Gomez, do you think he could play centre-back? He has been um, a couple of times he's this been season. Right back, right yeah, back he's back. been switching. And initially he actually came as a full-back from Charlton Athletic. Do you think Athletic. he could fit as a centre-back though? I don't see why not. But oh, he's 64 or something. Yeah, 
like obviously yeah, he has them notable traits about him but mm-hmm. yeah does he actually have the, a defensive instinct um, when to the simple things like when to keep up with your man uh, also it traps make the tackles sometimes he can look a bit off the pace yeah I don't know like common common things just look like he doesn't uh, have so Klopp has been kind of switching him from right back to centre half which you could say is another problem Liverpool have is their right back obviously Klein is injured left back yeah well again (laughs) so we're basically saying the whole defence is crap see Clavin right Yes, uh, the question, there's very much, again, the jury's out on him, but also, he spoke with Southampton, should they renew their interest? In No, in uh, Van Dyke. <laughs> but also the problem is, should they pay the money Southampton want for him? Is it that, are they that badly in need of a player like Van Dyke? The sum, should they pay 70 million for him? The figure that was initially spoken for was 75 million pounds and... I don't think he's worth that. I don't know if there is any centre halves in the world at the moment that are worth that. Probably not. Um, no, they shouldn't spend such a figure like that on him. You hear a lot of people say, why should you spend that much on a centre half? Well, I don't think that's the case. I think if he's good enough, then yeah, spend the money on him. But I do want him. I think he'd. Yeah, he'd benefit. Yeah, I think yeah. there would be. Not huge improvements, but there would be improvements in yeah. the back four if he did come. Uh, but just think, not that also, do you think um, Robertson should start ahead of Moreno? Oh, yeah, 100%. If you've watched the Everton game, he had Moreno in his pocket. Solid, yeah. Yeah. They got a nice deal out of him as well. So it was just, it was Less than £10 million, wasn't it? Yeah, it was £9 million pounds from, from Hull City. It was a good deal. Great deal. Yeah. He's a, he's a Scotland international as well. Yes, he? he's made a good couple of caps for them now at the... Mm. And he scored actually, I think, in his last uh, game for him. See, look, I look at defenders in the old school term of tackling and all that, and I know some uh, teams. They're basically they're other they're attackers now as well. Yeah, when you go back, yeah, but when you go back to the basics of the game, I think Robertson is a definitely better player. Oh, yeah, and when it comes down to the basics, what defender is, what somebody to tackle, clear the ball when it comes in. Be good at getting the header that clears the ball out. Yeah. That he he's better at that, and that's why I always look in the team. Saying, look, who have you got there? Yeah. What players have you got a good? Because if you don't have that, just, you're in trouble, your ship goes. I just but think as well, you have to remember, like, we're not there at the training grounds for whatever reason. We don't know why Klopp would continue to pick Romano. So we don't know. The same reason goes for Lovren. You could be, did you could be performing great training and then comes to watch just again uh, favouritism? <laughs> That's what people are. People are sticking the favoritism tag on Klopp. Do you think it's justified? Maybe. Maybe that's a that's a strong comment to make. You do think there could be validity in that? What makes you say that? Well, not that I think that there is. I there, I'm saying that there's a possibility there could be. I'm not quite sure. Like he had the whole summer to. Um, go and look for basically a whole new defence instead yeah. he brought in the likes of Salah and Oxley Chamberlain uh, you, you got Robertson yeah, yeah but the main priority I think was a centre half so number one he either is complacent with the defence or number two he just can't see so I don't know whether it's a fact of nepotism is that it? well favouritism Nepotism is Nepotism really, family stuff. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, see, the question thing as well is posed in a way is that. Like, like, has. Nepotism, yeah. Do Is he one of these managers who says, okay, look, if we win the game 3 2, we get the three points? Is he willing to sacrifice. The yeah, in order. Because yeah, yeah. because don't forget, I mean, the nickname for Salah, right, in Egypt, is, or the Egyptian national team, sorry, his nickname, give it to Salah. That's their actual nickname because they just keep giving the ball to him. <laughs> that's the truth. Like that's what they're known as. Well, the, and that's the thing about I him. I want to go back to that point you said about favoritism. Like, if that was the case, would you not think that young fit that uh, plays in right back, Trent Alexander Alexander Arnold, will get selected more often because he's a fan favorite with the club. He's a, he's a bit suspect that kind of stuff. In but he's young. Way. Yeah, that's the only reason I could think of is because he's young. And yeah. Instead of kind of about depth. Who's your man who got off Chelsea? Who played against? Who played against? Solanke. 
Yeah, he came on. He was in the Everton game, wasn't it? But I think that was he? I think that would have been a great game for him to make an impact against Everton. He wasn't right. No, he wasn't. No, not at all. But every time he has come on as a sub, yeah, I think he has made good yeah. statements. But that was to really make an name for himself. He has the potential, you know, man. He showed good moves. Now, finally, in Liverpool, was it the penalty against Everton? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think so too because as Johnny Gerrard said a long time ago contact is contact is contact I reckon even con- the way the way Lovin put up his hands I don't think, I think it was if he if he kept his hands down by his side yeah. I don't think it would have been a penalty mm-hmm. just the fact that he was stupid enough to put up his hands yeah because yeah, it's contact that's should, what Johnny Gerrard has often said contact. the ref had no choice in my opinion yeah, um, yeah I agree but he just kept his hands down the last thing uh, so finally on this premiership thing one thing that's kind of getting to me is like that the, there's there's not enough in the Premier League now. The same managers are being sacked and then reappointed, sacked, yeah. reappointed, uh, and it's just not leading to any new freshness. That there's not new, you know, there's not new invigoration. There's no new managers coming in that can show a team it's okay. Look, here's something that's playing a different sort of football. The, the four main ones there that we we yeah, it's lethargic. Uh, it's lethargic, and it's just like so, feel like yeah, oh god, same thing each week, and it's turning me off watching the Premiership because yeah. you just kind of say well. There's nothing really new about this now. It's just getting a bit, I don't know, stale. Mm. So, yeah, obviously the forum that would be referring to would be Roy Hodgson, recently appointed Palace manager. Alan Pardew, who's recently appointed West Brown manager. Allardyce, Everton, I am, and the Moyers, West Ham. Just the obvious seem to get another job. Yeah, there seems no to be do, like. uh, some sort of link there. They've all managed uh, the majority of... So clubs that I'm managing yeah. yeah now or in the past uh, that we touched on earlier but well you kind of said it there is a time for them that those type of managers to kind of journey man to stop getting a look in and maybe young managers maybe not even young managers other managers yeah, yeah maybe managers <coughs> of lower leagues maybe give them a chance to help yeah something like that um, I would pick a lower league well I don't know well, I'm not really a mind. fan of any of them managers that were mentioned yeah. really none of them to be honest I which is the, the question for me as well which is depressing in a way sorry I just want to say sorry, one thing Mike. I think David Moyes is probably the worst I, I, put I was going to say I thought he'd done the best out of four at his time at Everton yeah he's good at Everton but he just, he's just letting himself, letting himself down yeah recently yeah well yeah yeah See, when give him time I think he's only Settling down now, but yes, yeah, but his previous job haven't given enough coming. time. You're right there. I think Allardyce will do well at Everton. Nine million, though. Do you think? Yeah, I was looking at that going, God, he's getting nine million and he get a million more to stay yeah, up. You get more than the ends of that. Right, that's just and I was just thinking, Whoa, but then I realized, hold on a minute here. If they end up with the championship, the but, money they lose is multiple well, again, times the that. Premier League is just built on the money's money, whopper, so, yeah, yeah. So that and it's very difficult to get back up again once you go down. So, but it's a sad reflection how football has gone now. That we just shrug our shoulders again. Here's nine million paradise, and you could see sort of perversely. You could see why they would do that. Why he, he has to be fair to him. He is kind of proven for them relegation dogfights. Yeah, because I mean, I remember back in the past talking to a West Ham fan when he was manager, and he says to me, "Look, I've won a few games." He says, "And uh, you stick to matchsticks in your eyes. Your father stayed through them, but he gets you the results that yeah. keeps you up. He gets results through the same tactics. It's long ball and." It's just not pretty football, you know. It works. It works, but yeah. it works for what you said, relegation battles. Yeah, it won't help you, yeah, trying to improve in so the league, climb the ladder. What the point that we're getting at is new managers should be appointed. They're probably unknowns and young managers. Maybe not them. They shouldn't be appointed. They, yeah, the other managers. I think all four. Is it four, yeah? Yeah. I don't think any of them have a point to prove that they're a great manager because I don't, I don't think so look at Everton I mean when Everton towards the last quarter last tour of that game against Liverpool they actually began to pass the ball yeah. play it on the ground they have the players who can do that and I think that you know, there's no real excuse to me for Allardyce to constantly play the long ball mm. when you have players like that Bosnian guy they have what's your man's name again he's very good the young fella they got from Germany he's Bosnian but that they can't play it on the ground and when you see when they did do it. They began to actually threaten Liverpool. You know, it was just frustrating to, to see them constantly just kick the ball down like Jack Trent and Dorland. 
Yeah, you know, and that was the annoying thing when you have players use them. It's the way it is, and I don't think he's going to change it. While I introduce this next subject, since Connor's stuff in his face, yeah, we're going to talk about the World Cup draw. Thanks to Feast on about that, yeah. But mainly going to focus on what, Sean? Well, I think just to run a slight overview, because later on in the year, as the World Cup comes close, we do it. Uh, much more of a detailed analysis for it. Just to say, well, first of all, of course, we talk about Denmark. Denmark, who they got in their group was France, Australia and Peru. And the question I would ask you is, is have you beaten Denmark, got in there, could you have seen, foreseen the Irish team actually uh, progressing and doing well in that tournament? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, well, I think it will be a tough group, though, with um, Australia and France. Too, I think proven Australia and uh, Peru would have been beatable. Um, maybe even France. That, yeah, I was just about to say, I think maybe even France like we put it up to them in the Euros last year. But um, I don't know. Winning the group is another question. But yeah, yeah. Possibly, definitely a possibility. We would have had this. Next round, we yeah. would have made our statement in that group for sure. I think. Yeah, yeah it's mm. not. It's not strong opposition really, other than France. Mm. I mean, to me, and now it's months away, but I'm looking forward to Portugal and Spain. As tasty fixtures go, that's a Michelin star match. Yeah. It's gonna be deadly. Like to be, yeah, I'm it's, looking it's forward. Basically, it's like Ireland in England. Yeah. It's that's really going to be. It's always a good match. Like, really and even more so now because both teams, like back in the day, Portugal may not have been that good, right? Mm. They were so and so, and you just said, oh yeah, it's probably going to beat them. Now you look at that match and you just you can't say who's going to win it. It's got to be such a tight game. Mm. Even from the, even this point out, people are already, commentators are analysts are obsessing about that match. Even like six, seven months beforehand. I think the, the last match I seen between them was 4 0. Great match. Obscene, as they say, it was Great just a match. cracker, yeah. I think uh, between the two, you know, Spain would uh, be the winner. Yeah, they, they have the talent. The squad's just superior. Yeah. Um, Especially Asensio. Asensio and Isco and just Morata up front as yeah. well. He's been performing at Chelsea. Even the defence. Um, Sergio Ramos and Jared Pique, two monsters. And, and, uh, Jordi Alba left back. Yeah. Carvajal. Yeah, right back. Kind of it's just yeah. solid, like yeah, yeah. So finally, I think the talk was only briefly is England's group is Belgium, Panama, Tunisia. Yeah, they should be qualifying, but will they? Belgium is the like again. Uh, we were kind of looking at if Ireland were in Group C. Uh, France seems like the main target to be. Same thing with Belgium for England. Then. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I look at England and I'm trying to reflect on why is Joe Hart still getting picked. Yeah. I mean, it's such an important position team is the goalkeeper. It gives the defence strength. The better the goalkeeper, the more forward minded the midfielders can be. Yeah, but Jack Butland is always injured. But I don't think he's really playing before, great lately. Before I'm talking about, yeah. in previous tournaments. Uh, Jack Butland, Pickford, uh, Forster. There's three goalkeepers that I think are better than them. Would you think that he's the most favourable because he's coming from Man City? That that I reckon that's why he was getting picked. Yeah. But I don't see why he's still in the favouritism because I think it was to me benched at West Ham. Yeah, yeah. But I think also for me it's down to many respects to that Pickford gets a bit of undue stick. Yes, okay, because with everything you look at the amount of shots and goal they're conceding. Yeah. He's actually doing quite well. The amount he's keeping, even though they've lost games. I think people are looking at saying, oh, look, he's got to let two more goals in. But you're thinking, well, hold on a minute here. Look at the amount of shots he saved in the process. Yeah. You know, the kind of way I think that's why. I know, and I think he, he turned out to be a good signing. Yeah. I mean, it's not often, I know if you're Everton fans, so when a player signed with Everton, that everyone's in unison. Yeah, we need them, delighted to get him. Pifford was one of those players yeah. that any Everton fan I spoke to said, brilliant. Yeah. Finally, we get some of that position, and we don't have to have a heart attack every time a ball is across ripped in. That's the thing with the pick. What should get is look in, but I just don't. With Hart, again, it is puzzling. Why he's, just, he's not convincing? I mean, some people are saying, "Oh yeah, it says that with the England goalkeepers that there's not the quality out there." But I would argue, like Pickford is better. He's somebody. I know he's young and all that, but 
give him his chance in the friend, especially in the friendlies. Fit Jack Button that would take all that pick for Anhart. Yeah, Jack Button's unbelievable. Like I've always liked him. Do you agree with that, or do you stick to? Like who's the uh, Jack Button from Stoke City? Stoke have been yeah. The problem for him is that his injuries have been have been a problem. That's the question. There was, and so we'll talk obviously later in the year, greater detail about this. But you're just looking at England, and you're saying, I mean, the, the younger teams have actually done well this yeah, time. Great. And one of the crucial things is that their club teams are actually giving them game time at international level. Yeah. They're allowing them to play. In the past, they didn't. And part of that too is because there's so much foreign talent now at teams, even younger players, that they're not necessarily getting the game time they would have. So on the one hand, it's giving them more exposure. It's giving them more call-ups, more time to spend training with the younger setups, But it is a difficulty going forward that they're not getting the game time necessarily, that they can genuinely make the step up to international level at England. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what do you think like yourself? Because one of the criticisms of the label of England is why they don't do so well is the fact that there's not enough new talent coming up. They're not getting the chances at club level. Yeah, I agree with you. World Cup winners. Jamie. Well, I'd like to think myself that I the German team at Spain, I actually just think they are like a wounded animal. And I think they're willing to come back now. They're willing to prove people wrong. They have the players on paper. And I just feel myself that they have more talent there. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at counter-attacks, you're looking at goal scorers, they have it better than Germany. I mean, you're looking at Germany, and I'm just saying up front, I don't see this. The same overall steel as Spain. Yeah, I just know as fluidity in attacks. I could see Germany struggling at times, especially like you know drawing some games they could well draw. Germany, Sweden, I could see that being a draw personally. Yeah, that's I the thing I mean because I just don't I, think. I don't think so. <clears throat> that's the way I, I, I'm looking at it because I see the Swedish team. They're half the the defenders are quite good. They're mm-hmm. putting themselves together, but I think that's the thing with me. So Sean, what do you think? Winners. Yeah. Oh man. Um, there's four that I'm basically picking a whole group if if they were to be in one the last winner is Germany Sean I think over the points why Spain with the talent Argentina I I just think they have some great players nobody Paolo Di Bale Paolo Di Bale and I think that the players they have they should go far uh, they don't they got into the finals with Germany in the last World Cup yeah, and the fourth, I think um, they mentioned in Brazil. No, oh, you mentioned it. Yeah. yeah, I think Brazil are going to be bringing some nice talent. I, I probably outsiders to win it. Yeah. Mm. I just again, I, uh, I can't read the side. Yeah. See, Brazil with me again is this whole thing of great players, but are they a team? Yeah. That's the question mark comes over me because you look at legs at Peru and maybe and to a lesser extent obviously well look at Northern Ireland teams less, like that. They're less on players, but they, they are. They're a good unit and they're able to play and they're solid. Um, you know things like that. I could, but you don't. I just don't see that as full enough in Brazil when the chips are down, when they're up against a quality opposition, when their backs are to the wall. Yeah. That's my problem. So, anyways. Thanks, people, there. to actually listen to the podcast. So what we'll ask people is, come on to our Facebook page, right? What did you think? Who do you think will win the World Cup? What new players should Martin O'Neill bring into the Ireland team? Who should he drop and why? And uh, obviously as well, have you forgiven Roy Keane over Cy Pan? There are some things you might want to talk about on the <laughs> Facebook page. I haven't. He's still a Judas in my eyes. And no matter how many pieces of silver he gets, it's never going to change with me. So, anyway, lads, any closing remarks you'd like to add? Thanks for listening, Donald. Come back next time. Thank you very much.